welcome to Cancer Casually. I'm your host, Lindsay DeLong, and I'm the managing editor of The Fullest. I was diagnosed with breast cancer at the age of 33 when my boyfriend found a lump and made me go get it checked out. A year and a half later, I'm now cured, healthy, and can kinda talk about it all without crying. Each week, I interview inspiring survivors who have come out on the other side of cancer or who are still battling it. We'll talk about our lives before, during, and after cancer and share what we've learned so that our listeners can look at their own lives through a new perspective, whatever that may be. Here's not just how to live with cancer, but how to be there for someone and how to cope as a co-survivor because it's not just a disease that affects you, it affects everyone around you. With this podcast, we hope to inspire others to grasp life no matter what comes at you and always live it to the fullest. I'm Lindsay DeLong, and this is Cancer Casually. Today, I'm here with Alyssa Goodman, who is basically the holistic health guru in LA. She's created Juices for Erwan, the grocery store in LA, has her own soup cleanse program that can be delivered directly to your door, and is the author of the book, Cancer Hacks. She was diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma at the age of 32 and took the natural holistic route, which is something I didn't do and something I'm incredibly interested in. So thanks for coming. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Oh man, we're I'm already honored. like we were talking earlier and I'm already like, <gasps> if I cry, just keep talking, just keep talking. <laughs> You're just so inspirational. I'm excited to Thank have you, you on the show and excited to hear like everything you went through. Um, yeah. So you were diagnosed at 32. Yes. And what was that like for you being diagnosed? Like, where were you when you find out? How did you find out? How much did you cry? <laughs> is this normal? <laughs> yes, it's a, it, it is all normal. All the feelings that you're having or had are all normal, I'll tell you that. But I was um, actually interesting. I wasn't having any, like, I didn't feel anything in terms of, like, any symptoms. But I was having a massage. And I was actually sitting upright, which is a little weird, you know, massage-wise. She was massaging my neck and my shoulder blades. And she felt a lymph node on my shoulder blades. And she said, you know what? You're not supposed to have a lymph node there swollen. You should get that checked out. So I went to the doctor and the doctor, you know, they hadn't taken it out or tested it. And the doctor said, the first thing he said to me is, oh my God, this could be cancer. Oh, wow. And, you know, we were talking earlier how scary that word is and how much they throw it around so easily. Like they don't realize how much that affects the patient. I mean, I went into fear-based mode right then, and then I had it out, and it was an early stage of cancer. But leading up to that, my life was a bit toxic. Mm. So, I mean, I was like born into a very type A family, and I always was getting sick growing up. Like, I was one of those people that got every health issue chicken pox, mono, strep, tonsillitis, digestive issues. I mean, everything you could name, I got. And why do you think that was? Is it something that, did you have brothers and sisters? I did. Did Also, He did not get as sick. I think that I came into the world with not a very strong immune system. Oh, okay. Because when I was little, I had to get, like I had a low red blood cell count. Mm. So there was, I, and then my mentality because of getting sick so much was, I'm just always going to be sick. So I think the component of the physical, 
of, you know, always getting sick and the, the low immune system and the mentality, like I'm like, I'm a sick girl. Yeah. I think I named myself a sick girl. Yeah. Positivity is a lot. We were kind and, of talking about that. Yeah. Earlier, yeah. The mind is so powerful. Mm-hmm. So, and I didn't realize that until now, but growing up, it was, I was always on the fast track, but I was always tired and I was always behind the eight ball, but I was definitely determined to make my parents proud to get up, you know, climb up the ladder. Yeah. I'm a very type A personality. So, um, I moved to New York after college, worked in the advertising business and was just like a crazy person. I basically worked myself to the bone and I drank in late nights and uh-huh. coffee and, you know, not healthy food and just the stress of living in New York could get you, as yeah. you know, but I, I mean, I loved, I loved like that intensity and the, and the energy there. And then I moved to LA, got a dream job. Um, I was, like I said, in the advertising business was working for Vogue. Oh my God. And six months in, I was diagnosed with a cancer. Wow. So I think it was the culmination, like I yeah. said earlier, of just physically not really taking care of myself and mentally not taking care of myself. I think I was toxic both, both. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So did you keep working? So I actually took a break uh-huh. and the doctors did scare me. They, you know, they basically were like, you were saying earlier, you're going to have to freeze your eggs. Do you have a donor for a transplant? Um, they hadn't even staged the cancer yet. You're going to have chemo, radiation. And I was like, holy shit, <laughs> <laughs> this is scary. Yeah. And I did cry a lot yeah. like days and like just feeling like I was probably might die. That's yes. kind of where your mind goes. Yeah. Um, and then I, I had this one doctor out of the three doctors I saw sat me down and he said to me, what's your life like? You look really stressed. You don't look happy. Like it was amazing. And I just burst into tears. I wasn't happy. The job was intense, way over my head in yeah. terms of where, what I could do at the moment. And LA wasn't the easy, easiest place to move to, from New York because all our friends were in New York. I mean, I was just like stressed my whole life. And he said, you know what? I think it's an early stage. I think we can like, you know, go at this at a holistic approach. And I did some Western. I did half the radiation they recommended. How many? How how many? It was radiation? eight weeks. Okay. They recommended like, well, I, they recommended 12. Yeah. Then they recommended chemo and I opted out oh, of wow. the chemo. Yeah. So um, my oncologist actually did fire me, basically. <laughs> he said, I can't treat you because you're not following what I am, you know, prescribing. So what if something happens to you? And I just had this gut feeling that I knew what the issue was. Yeah. So I went into therapy. I started doing yoga then. I tried to meditate, which was actually difficult. But, um, and then I became vegan. I started juicing. I did everything. Acupuncture, went to a naturopath, did herbal remedies. I mean, I dove into all this stuff because I just, I knew that life could be better. And mm-hmm. I was going to have to he- dive into this to heal. Yeah. And that was just kind of the wake up call you needed to do the lifestyle change. So how did totally. you, uh, how'd you learn how to do all that? <laughs> I know that's a really good yeah. question. When I was young, my mom had asthma. And so she took me to a health ranch 
when I was like in my teenage years. Cause you know, like I said, I was always getting sick. She's like, I'm going to, she took a, like a group of women twice a year to Rancho La Puerta. Mm-hmm. It's in Tecate, Mexico. It's mm-hmm. still around. Um, and they were ahead of their time. They grew their own food. I, it was vegan. Um, they exercised every day. It was like you meditated, you did yoga. There was like a mandatory massage. It was I didn't want to be there as a teenager, like no sugar, you know, yeah. not having access to my friends and like meditating at like 17, 18 years old. Was it all, all older people usually? Yes. Yeah. yeah. How fun though. I did, was you, the did you like it or did you not like I it? I did not like it. <laughs> Honestly, if I had to be honest, but at the end of seven days, I watched these women totally transform their lives. My mom didn't need her asthma medication as much. It was like... My, so I must have like those things in, got instilled in me to a, some degree. And then like when I got diagnosed, I went back to those, what I learned. Yeah. And that's kind of what I like, I think how I like persevered, you know, began that journey Yeah. was that, wow, I, I know that there are other alternatives out there. Yeah. 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 So I, thank you, mom. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I recently went to, um, a ranch kind of like that in Ojai And um, I should have taken my mom in hindsight. I wish I would have, but I ended up taking my boyfriend, Manny, and he is, and it was amazing. It was so fun. I'm glad I took him, but um, he's just like such a flirt and such a just charismatic. Everyone loves him. You put him in a room, but it was all women, all older. And we were doing healthy eating. We were waking up at 6am and doing hikes and then doing yoga and then doing like, like little talks about Mm -hmm. health. And it was amazing. But by the end of like the two days we were there, um, everyone is going up to Manny and like giving him hugs. And it was just such a funny. Were they giving you hugs too? Yeah, they were like, bye, Lindsay. It was nice to meet you. But everyone was like, keep in touch, Manny. It was oh so God. nice to meet you. Like, it's I guess such... it's good you have him in your life. Yeah, right? such a flirt. But it was, it was amazing. It was fun. So I, I, I know you what you relate. mean. But that would be fun to go, I think, as a young person and just kind of learn all about it at a young age. And that's what I, I'm trying to do with my girls. I have a 20 and 23 year old and mm-hmm. I'm just, um, you know, it's been a lot of years of like soul searching and a lot of testing different modalities with diet and herbs and supplements. And, but when it comes down to it, you know, we were talking earlier, the mindset is so powerful. There is one of my favorite books out there called Radical Remission. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of it? Uh-uh. Kelly Turner did her PhD and she spent 10 years like interviewing stage three and four cancer cases and how they healed. Oh, wow. It's so well-written and so good. And she came up with nine modalities of how all these people healed. And out of the nine, seven were emotional. What? I know. I got to read that. Doesn't that blow your mind? Yeah. Um, what, and then the eighth one was food, and the ninth one was supplements. Yeah. So it was like stress release. It was like letting go of trauma, you know, just like all these things that emotionally are in, are in our subconscious. I don't know if you know, but the first seven years of your life, your subconscious is fully downloaded. So if any trauma or anything went on in those first seven years, 
that stays with us. And you and I today operate 95 to 98% out of our subconscious. Uh We're only 5% barely conscious. That's so interesting. So I think what's, you know, for a lot of my cancer clients that I see, and I see so many, I mean, it's not going away. It's not getting any better. There's something not okay with this. Yeah. That I asked them, what was your birth like? Did you come into the world in a safe place, a nurturing place? Was home life, you know, um, did, was there any trauma in those early years? And I have to say, like, almost 90% or more, there was some kind of trauma oh my that gosh. happened. And it could just be, like, not necessarily death or divorce yeah. or, you know, but it could be some friend not being nice to you or being bullied in school or a brother that was kind of torturing you or it puts you into this like fear-based mode. And I don't think we realize that our body, our central nervous system, when it's in fear-based mode, it's in overdrive. You know, the adrenals and all of that are in overdrive. As we know, the adrenaline and the cortisol is pumping out. But our central nervous system can't calm down. Yeah. And if you live like that for years, it it just breaks down the body. Yeah. And the I immune mean, system. When you're that young, I mean, that's when you learn how to talk. That's when you learn how to live and do everything. So it makes sense that yeah. learning something deep in your mind, like, ah, anger or stress would stick with you for your whole life because- I mean, yeah. words stick with you your whole life. And you don't know how to deal with it then because yeah. you're so young. And as well as if somebody says, you know, in the old days, I remember people, the parents saying to kids, you know, I want to see you, but I don't want to hear you. Mm. Remember that? Yes. And so children. you never got to express yourself if you yeah. were angry or sad or frustrated. You had to hold it in. Did you grow up like that? I did. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's how I know it so well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, my parents didn't know any different. Yeah. So um, it took a lot of years to be able to, like, really let out all that frustration and, you know, find my voice. Yeah. So so would you say then you think therapy is was a huge part of your healing? Yes. Wow. It was huge. Therapy, as well as the, I did that for 13 years, and then energy healing. Now I do energy healing. I'm Reiki certified. Mm-hmm. I love tapping, meditation. All of those things are popping up and becoming very popular for a reason. Yeah. Uh, all of those are, you are able to tap more into your subconscious so you can let go of these like trauma feelings or PTSD feelings or. You know, they're so ingrained in us. And just like I was saying earlier, I've, you know, been working, got back into a pattern of working so much and getting so stressed out that I didn't really realize how stressed out Mm -hmm. I was. And I got a wake up call last week with, you know, getting up at two o'clock in the morning and not being able to go back to sleep with these racing thoughts. Yeah. And I can imagine how many people out there are having those same issues. Yes. And sleep is crucial. Sleep is so crucial. I was actually at your Casper event where you were talking about sleep patterns and how important it is to have uh, like a normal time that you go to bed. And what was it? Was it 10 o'clock or was it even earlier? It was 10 o'clock. 10 10 to 2, the body resets. Okay. All of the organs and, you know, are, are regenerating, rejuvenating. And that is such a crucial time for the body to calm down and do its work. 
so that it, you know, even the liver, so it can like take toxins and convert them to safe forms so they can excrete them out of the body in the morning. And I know with all the computer generation, the phones, mm-hmm. we don't, we don't turn it off no. until way too late. Yeah. And it really is doing a number on us. Yeah. And then uh, probably just looking at that bright light. Last night I woke up at three and then I couldn't fall asleep. And I was like, oh, I want to check my email. And then I checked my email and then I couldn't fall asleep for like another hour because I was thinking about everything. It's just, and then that bright light, you got to just keep your eyes closed. Right. Right. <laughs> the, the light, the blue, is it the blue light? Yeah, or the, yeah, yeah, yeah. From the computer and the phones. I mean, not have your phone in your room is so crucial. Yes. Is that one of your tips? That is one of my tips. I keep my phone downstairs. Oh, um, okay. Now I would turn off everything like at 10. You know, I'd go upstairs, but now I'm doing it earlier because of those sleepless nights. But yeah. I just think we all are, bo- I think we all are walking around with cancer cells in mm-hmm. us. We all have toxins in us, pesticides, heavy metals, because of the food we eat and what we're exposed to in the world. And we come into the world toxic. I mean, the umbilical cord has over 250 toxins in it. Wow. I know. Mother's milk has over 150 toxins. Oh. I'm not saying that, you know, that is something to be afraid of, but I'm just saying that we all have, you know, cells that aren't healthy and toxins in our body. And I think that, you know, when we don't sleep and we're stressed and we're not eating well, then it raises its ugly head. All yeah. of those, you know, they start to wake up, wake up, mm-hmm. replicate, you know, organs are toxic. And what I'm doing now is just trying to get people to calm down and, you know, get back in their body and, and also lower their toxin load. That's huge, right? I feel like we don't talk about that enough. We need to lower our toxin load on a daily basis. Yeah. So what are ways that you can do that? And it's interesting because that is sleep, Mm -hmm. shockingly, you know, getting to bed at a decent hour. It's being hydrated enough um, because we're very dehydrated. And it also is like, I'm a huge believer in juices. Oh yeah. I'm a big juicer, but, and I just, you know, juice celery juice, which is, I don't know if you've heard of this, but it's amazing straight celery juice. What does it do? What straight celery juice does is that it actually rebuilds the hydrochloric acid in your gut. So we have seven different kinds of hydrochloric acid and as you know, pesticides and toxins and antibiotics and all that stuff. And it depletes over the years. So then we don't break down our food. And so it rebuilds a hydrochloric acid. All my acid reflex GERD people drink this for seven days and most of them go off their meds. It's wild. Wow. You detoxes your liver like crazy because it has mineral salts. It's like the concentration of mineral salts in there. And then it takes mineral salts to the neurotransmitters in your brain. So it does those three things that are so crucial for the body. Okay. I mean, just drinking straight celery juice, celery juice. So is it's, a life changer. Yeah. It's just seriously, you put celery in the blender. In the juicer. In the juicer. That's because, so that is a little bit <laughs> of a dilemma because people think, you know, they all have Vitamixes, but they don't have a juicer. Oh, okay. And, you know, cleaning the juicer is kind of a pain in the ass, but it has to be juiced. Yeah. But if you Vitamix it, if you blend it, you've got to squeeze it out in a milk bag. So it's because you want the concentration of the juice. Okay. 
you can't you if it, you don't love celery, you can put a little lemon in it. Oh, okay. So so juicing like is so powerful because it gets vitamins and minerals and antioxidants, and it cleanses your blood into your cells. Yeah. I mean, it's like we don't get enough of nutrients at a cellular level because of, like I was saying, you know, digestive enzymes aren't working as well. Hydrochloric acid is depleted. We don't have the beneficial bacteria to absorb the nutrients in our gut. So the gut, you know, is is huge. It's, yeah. it's definitely the immune system. It's where serotonin is produced. So yeah. it's a big part of health. Yeah. So after your after your diagnosis and when all this happened, did you go to school to learn about this? I mean, yes. how do you know about <laughs> hydrochloric acid and celery juice? And how did you learn all that? Well, after my, my husband passed away, sadly, 11 years after I was diagnosed with cancer and he had cancer. Okay. He had non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and I had Hodgkin's lymphoma. And after he passed away, my daughters were 10 and seven. Mm -hmm. So it was a really scary time for yeah. me because I thought my, both my daughters have two parents who have had cancer yeah. and I feel like they're automatically going to think they're going to get cancer. And it was like, and I don't really know, you know, the basics. I know some things, but how do I really prevent these girls and myself, you know, from getting any illnesses? And it was sort of, I, it became a mission. I went back to school to a certification program that was two years with Eastern and Western medicine. Oh, okay. And it was, I learned all the modalities of Chinese, Ayurvedic. And then after I graduated that school, I put a cleanse together for Cafe Gratitude. And that's sort of how I, I didn't, I didn't set out to go into this as a profession. Uh -huh. I set out to it just to heal the family. Yeah. And then when I got hired at Cafe Gratitude, that's when things started to take off and I loved helping people. Yeah. And then I just read everything I could get my hands on. I absolutely am like, I'm, I'm an Aries type A <gasps> and I'm determined to get to the root cause of people's health issues. Yeah. Even the, the cancer. What cause that cancer to raise its ugly head. Mm -hmm. You know, like there's, I'm, I mean, that is so, and autoimmune disease, that is just, I don't want people to like be fearful of these diseases. I want them to know that this is a wake up call. It's not a death sentence and that you can overcome it and you can get to a better place in your life. Yeah, You yeah. can thrive. Cause I never knew what thriving was until like three years ago, even, and I'm 58. So why just three years ago? Because I read a book that just, again, like sort of like radical mission, but this book was from written by a medium, the medical medium. Have you heard of him? Anthony William. And he wrote about mystery illnesses. Cancer is one of them, okay. all the autoimmune stuff and even dementia, Alzheimer's, they don't really know what the root cause of all this is. And I read it and I was like, oh my God, put it down. It was all about the viruses we get when we were younger. We get strep, chickenpox, you know, tonsillitis. Mm -hmm. We get mono. Epstein, it's Epstein-Barr. And there are many different types of Epstein-Barr, but they lay dormant in our body. When, we're, when we get those things, we're given antibiotics, but that's for bacteria, not for viruses. So the viruses lay dormant in the body 
And they go to the organs where the toxins are. They attack reproductive systems and liver and thyroid and all these different organs. You can live your life with these viruses. You know, just like I was saying earlier, we do have these things in our body. Yeah. We can live our life and never get cancer or autoimmune. But when they wake up. Yeah. So I had Hashimoto's hypothyroidism after I had the cancer because they radiated my thyroid. Oh. So 21 years, I wasn't, I was taking meds and I just didn't feel great. And I, st- I was eating really well and juicing. And, and then I read his book and I put it down and I did a session with him. He said, you have Epstein-Barr in your thyroid and your liver. And he basically said, if you don't do something about it, you're going to have a serious health issue mm. again. Wow. And I was like, oh shit, another. So he put me on a protocol to lower my viral load and to build my immune system. And in three months, I was off my medication. Wow. And so what were you doing then? So it was like things like bioactive silver, which is an antiviral, antibacterial, which is everywhere. Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. And then I was doing like a really liquid concentrated zinc that builds the immune system and protects the organs or viruses. I was doing like a little bit of liquid iodine um, and... I also did Hawaiian spirulina, barley juice extract powder, and I did this protocol. Ester C is a really like, it's great for immunity, calming down the central nervous system, but it also acts as a bit of an antiviral. Lysine, L-lysine. Oh, I took lysine. Yeah, yeah. is an antiviral. So that was my protocol. It was really simple because I was taking a lot more supplements than that because <laughs> um, I'm a supplement yeah. like, girl. But I did that and I was, ever since then, life has just gotten better and better. So there are ways, like there's all these great herbs that have been around for centuries. Um, Like cat's claw is a great one for strep. Yes, you heard of that? I have that one. I don't like how it tastes. Tastes. It tastes <laughs> disgusting. Yeah. But echinacea golden seal and astragalus, right? And olive leaf. And I mean, there's so many great things that have been around that are plants that are so powerful. So, and then there's like certain supplements that people like the zinc is, you know, we're so lacking in that and Uh magnesium we're lacking in that and B12. Most of us, even if we eat animal protein, we don't absorb the B12. And that really keeps the body in like a homeostasis state. So I learned, I was part of his practitioner group for a year and I learned so much. Now, I don't follow to a T everything he says. So I just take bits and pieces of different things from different people. There's also another woman, Aviva Rahm in New York, who I love. She just wrote a book on adrenal fatigue and reset because we're, you know, we're all adrenally fatigued. So she's an herbalist as well. I don't know. I just got attracted to this herbal routine because when you start to get sick and you take some of the things you get better really soon yeah yeah so after this um cafe gratitude and when you're learning all this and doing all this research is that when you went and made your own cleanse program yeah i did cafe gratitude i also um run a m cafe cleanse Mm -hmm. it's called reset your life with m cafe and then air one had asked me to do a cleanse for them so um I was doing all these cleanses and I was like, why aren't I doing my own cleanse? And I put together a 21 day online cleanse 
that has a lot of different components that you can download and do it yourself. Oh, cool. That anybody can order anywhere in the world. I just revamped it last fall. Uh-huh. And now, um, then four years ago, I started a soup cleanse where we cook and deliver like healthy anti-inflammatory food yeah. to about 90 people a month. It's yeah. every other week. And it's been so much fun. Yeah. I actually did it um, right when I first got sick and uh, it was amazing. It was so good. The, the broth was so I know. good. The I broth, liked it. Yeah. I would look forward to the broth part of the day. The chicken broth is like, um, it's like so healing, yes, right? It was really good. And it's all about nourishing yourself. So, yeah. you know, you, I get my clients to nourish their mind and like calm themselves down. But then if you nourish yourself with the food, it's like both components are like brilliant, Yeah, you know, for you, for you health wise. So are you eating, um, are you cooking too? Are you a really good cook? I am not a really good cook. I will admit to that. Um, I have an assistant who came in four years ago who is an incredible cook. Oh, cool. So she's been doing most of the cooking. Yeah. Because my forte is I just want to spend time with clients and yes. people to like really show them that they can make a few changes and really change their life. I don't want people to just survive in the world. I want them to thrive. Yeah. And so many, if they're honest, when you say, how are you doing? They're like, I'm okay. Yeah. You know, I'm not great, but some days are good. Some days are bad. I mean, I want them to say I'm great. Yeah. And And not tired. (laughs) They're tired. They're mentally fatigued. (laughs) Yeah. They have digestive issues. You know, it's just it's like a roller coaster. Yeah. So it it's, I just want to be able to nourish, you know, people, body and mind. Yeah. I, it's like you, those two components are so important. Yeah. Together. Um, how, w- with your girls, did they, do, do you think it worked? Do you think they're scared of getting cancer someday? Or do you think now they're armed with the knowledge that you've given them? They are, I'm sure they're still a little scared. I think it's hard to get out of that mode. Um, whenever anybody gets sick, they go into a PTSD mode. Mm. They're like, oh, is that person going to be okay? You know, because of what happened to them. Yeah. They were traumatized oh. at a very early age. Yeah. Um, but I think that they they do love the health part now. Yeah. It took a while yeah. <laughs> to get them there, to get them to drink a green juice. Or, yeah, yeah. But now they like look forward to that and- and oh, that's great. Yeah. So I think I'm just, you know, little by little and also the mental component. I know that we've all three worked really hard mm-hmm. at that, like calming down the trauma, calming down, you know, just the thought patterns that aren't positive. Yeah. Because your cells listen to those. Yeah. When you're beating up on yourself and you're not loving yourself and you don't feel worthy, those are huge in regards to cancer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's so important. That's what they say. Even going through the traditional treatment that I went through is just like, stay positive, stay positive. And you're like, how can I stay positive right now? I just lost all my hair. Yeah, exactly. It's like, I mean, that's one thing to say it, but how do you really, you know, keep it in and yeah. really like really love yourself yeah, in that yeah, way? Yeah. Because you feel like you've just been, you know, like hit by a truck. Yeah. And you're, and then you're also feeling like, why? Yeah. Why did this happen to me? Right. (laughs) Like why me? Yeah. Yeah. 
And it's I, it, there is like an interesting component. If you really dig deep, there is some kind of, I think for me, I could speak for myself, a huge area of forgiveness that I needed to get, you know, like really instill in myself, mm-hmm. like, and also the self-worth and, and the love. Yeah. I think that, um, even now, even with my sleep issue last week, I had to go back to that place. Yeah. Like I am worthy. I am loved. You know, I do feel like this is, I need to take care of myself Yeah. and yeah. really cherish who I am. Yeah. Yeah. How was it? Um, I don't know if this is too personal, but how was your husband, um, reaction when he got diagnosed after he had already went through it with you? Was that, how was that for you guys as a couple? And did he stay positive or what? You know, it was interesting because his dad died when Mm -hmm. he was two of melanoma. So I don't know if that like was a connection to his fear about the cancer, but he was terrified. I mean, I was too. So, but I think there might have been, and I'm not positive, a component there where he thought he couldn't kick it because as time went on, in a year and a half that since he was diagnosed, he had two bone marrow transplants. Mm -hmm. And every time he did a transplant, every time he did like a chemo round, he'd be okay for a couple of weeks, but then it would come back in his blood. Oh, wow. And it just, he lived in a fear-based mode for a year and a half. And then, then the cancer wasn't what got him. It was his immune system was oh. so suppressed. He, he died of fungal pneumonia. Oh, wow. So he was in the hospital so much. And I remember when I was like t- asking the doctors, why can't we give him a break to build his immune system? Or, you know, just, he was so scared because when you have, you know, you're sick, they tell you cancer is back in your blood. You're definitely going to go try to do something about it. Right. Yeah. yeah. But I was hoping that maybe, you know, immune wise, we could give him a break. We could get him eating better. Mm-hmm. And the doctors are like, no, none of that's going to work. Yeah. What? Like none of like the juicing or the good food. I mean, why did they say that that wouldn't work? Because they're not trained yeah. in that modality. Um, I was just telling you about Dr. Christy Funk, yes. who just wrote a book and, and she, you know, basically did a ton of research on all that. I mean, food is huge Uh in regard to really supporting the immune system and the mind. And, um, and it's really, you know, about the doctors, they get, she even said, we didn't get any training in nutrition. Yeah. We just know Western. We don't know about food and how it really functions in the body. It seems like they, that should be a requirement. (laughs) I think so too. Oh. She said like maybe they had an hour or two or something. Yeah. That was, it's crazy. Yeah. When I, when I first got sick, I was like, and I eat, I eat healthy, but I mean, I do eat, um, whatever I want as well. Right. <laughs> like pizza. What are your like, bad, I've always, what are your bad things? Yeah. I'm, I've always been a runner. I like work out. I go to spin all the time, but I was just, when I got sick, I was like, okay, I'll never eat candy again. I'll never eat pizza again. I'll never eat red wine again. Like, tell me what to do. And she was right. like, it doesn't matter. You can keep eating it. I mean, like, 
try not to eat so much sugar. Right. But like, right. eat what you want. Because uh -huh. at first I was like, I'm only going to do the Alyssa Goodman cleanse for the rest of my life. <laughs> I love then, you, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> but then they're like, oh, just eat whatever you want. And I, because I was so motivated right then and there. Yeah. But now I'm like, oh, well, now I'm better and I'm better and I still eat pizza sometimes, you know? Yeah. But I do, uh, lately I have been feeling like I need to get back in to a, a healthy, I, and I am healthy, but yeah. like more of a, I need to start drinking celery. Yeah. You need to start yeah. drinking celery <laughs> yeah. or just at least drinking like a green juice that yeah. doesn't have any fruit in it. Yeah. And also when you make it yourself and drink it right away or go to, you know, we're lucky in LA, we have so many places that you can go have a juice made. Yes. The freshness of that is where it's at. Yeah. You know, but people put apple, put pear, put, you know, fruit in their juice. And I don't believe in that because I think it's like a big sugar rush and uh -huh. sugar and cancer don't go hand in hand. No, yeah. They do not like each other. Yeah. So I just tell people you probably eat the fruit, you know, have a piece of dark chocolate, but don't juice it or don't, yeah, put a ton of fruit in your smoothie. So, okay. That's interesting. So you would rather, you think we should rather eat the orange or eat the apple than putting it and juicing yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Because fruit is the fountain of youth. Yes. But when it's intact with its fiber and everything, it goes into the bloodstream really slowly. But when it's in a juice or a smoothie, it goes into the bloodstream really fast oh. and it spikes your insulin levels. Yeah. So then it that might cause, you know, more like stress in the body. Yeah. You, you just become more hyped and... Yeah, yeah. And I was, uh, I can't remember where I was hearing this, but it was with you. And you were saying something about how like one apple, you put it in a juice and then it's like two servings. Yeah. It's not. 18 grams of sugar. Yeah. It's like, and you're only supposed to have 25, gra 25 grams of sugar added per day is really the allotment. So then if you have that one juice with the 18, you're all three quarters of the way to your Wow. Your, yeah. People just don't realize that. Yeah. And so what would it, do you know what it would be if you just ate the apple? I don't I mean, I don't think there you know, it has some sugar, but it's uh -huh. not the same. Not the, yeah. Not as much. I don't want people to be afraid of fruit because yeah. fruit and veggies are really where it's at. Yeah. So it just that we us we overdo everything. Yeah. We overdo our caffeine. We overdo, you know, sometimes we overdo the fruit. Uh -huh. We overdo animal protein. There has to be some balance yeah. in all of this, but we overdo our exercise. Yeah. We overdo our work stress, yes, right? Yes, yeah. We just aren't balanced. Yeah. And it's hard when you've been programmed to climb up the ladder and yeah. be successful because you think you've got to like put the pedal to the metal, right? And then when you do that, you know, even when I'm stressed, and I'm sitting like having a really healthy salad, that salad, I'm not going to absorb the nutrients because when you're stressed, your digestive system completely shuts down. Oh. And then your liver has to work overtime to produce bile to go into the digestive okay. tract. So it's so bad for even... Stress eating. Yep. Stress eating is terrible. Oh. Even if you're eating healthy. So there you, you go back to that stress component yeah, and the mind body connection. And so we all, we all stress eat too. Yes. We eat on the run. Yeah. We go pick up a healthy salad, but yeah. we're eating it in the car. Eating or, it in traffic. In traffic. LA on San Vicente Boulevard. Right. <laughs> on, in LA, which is 
crazy. I know. It's just we become such a stressed out society. Huh. I think that's a, the biggest problem with all these health issues, the oh. autoimmune yeah. The cancer. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm glad to talk to you because I, I, I was thinking that the cure was juicing, <laughs> but I it is also um, being less stressed and yeah. getting in a good space in your head and not worrying about everything. Like having the faith, you know, that the universe has your back, mm-hmm. so to speak, yeah. or I'm not terribly like religious in any respect, mm-hmm. but I just having the faith that God is going to take care, you know, that, yeah. that higher power yeah. is going to take care of you yeah. and, um, that everything's going to be okay. And if, you know, if you're on the track of what you love to do and you're doing what you're passionate about, it's all going to work out. Yeah. Yeah. I really don't ever think I'm going to get it again. I don't e- even with the way I'm eating right now, but I'm going to get better at that. But I really like, I just have this feeling inside that I'm not going to get it. Do you have yes. that feeling? Uh huh. <laughs> okay. I do. I do. <laughs> I have totally have that feeling, but I have to say there are inklings yeah. when it creeps into my, I have to be honest. Yeah. 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 It yeah. creeps in and go, you, you know, you feel a pain and yeah, I'm like, <gasps> I know I'm like, I've turned into a hypochondriac. Like I'm going to the doctor on Thursday. I like went like last, I just keep calling and I'm like, hi, I think I should get checked out now. <laughs> yeah. And but, then when you go in for those checkout checkups, you're, you're nervous until you get results yeah, too. I mean, yeah. it's like, the whole system is really, you know, scary. Yeah. And, um, but your body wants to heal. It doesn't want you to be sick. No. I mean, and that's another thing I think I say to myself, you know, my body doesn't want to be sick. So it wants me to heal. It knows how to heal. I mean, there are people out there that have healed, like in this book, Radical Remission, there was a guy with stage four brain cancer. They really basically told him that he was probably going to die. He went down to Brazil, the son of God or some, uh-huh. have you heard of that? Yeah, yeah. And he was down there for over a year, came back and the brain tumor was gone. He wow. went and meditated. Wow. And just, you know, kind of got his life together uh-huh. and they were amazed. Wow. So we, you know, there are those stories out there. Yeah. I don't think they're talked about enough. Yeah. Where, you know, people are getting radiation and they have a tumor, but they're not really getting radiation. And they think they are. The tumor mm. shrinks. Oh wow! So they're like, that's what's powerful. Yeah, yeah. Is yeah. like that thought you just said. You know, yeah. I'm not going to get it again. It's you know, it's gone. It's yeah. out of my body. Yeah. Those those feel. You know, your body listens to that. Yeah, yeah, it does. But it doesn't like fear. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's okay to visit fear. Yeah. But it's not okay to live. Yeah. In fear. Yeah, I really just even think that I could have a baby even mm-hmm. <laughs> if I want. You can. I know. Cause I mean, I went on after my cancer, I had two kids. Wow. And so you didn't, um, freeze your eggs, but you didn't have chemo or anything. I didn't do chemo. Didn't... Yeah. Okay. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, and I didn't freeze my eggs Yeah. and that's it. In those days, chemo's come a long way. But in those days, it was like at 32, you know, I was, I was scared to death. Yeah. Yeah. But it has come a long way since then. So, um, I still think I could have gone on to have kids if I had had chemo and all of that, 
Yeah. Because I was, I was so, I wanted to. Yes. I was yeah. determined. Yeah. I feel like if you, who knows? I just, I do think the positivity really helps. And for some reason, I think that I'm going to have like a little redhead kid someday. <laughs> <laughs> that's so, so cute. Redheads are the best. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was until I lost my hair. And now I have male pattern baldness. Well, what color is it growing back? What's it's it? growing back like dark and gray. Interesting. I know. Hmm. But I like blonde wigs. I have a black wig I wore yesterday. Like I have all different. So you're having fun with the wigs. That's so great. It is good. (laughs) I know. Losing the hair is not fun for us women. I know. I remember when it came out in clumps. Yes. With the radiation. Oh, wow. So it even came out with you in radiation. Yeah. Wow. Because they radiated like below my, like right here, my jawline below. So all this hair was gone. Yeah. So I had a little bit coming over, yeah. but all underneath was completely gone. Wow. And did it grow back? It grew, it grew back. Yeah. Everything like went back. And like I said, you know, even after all the traumas um, with the cancer and with my husband passing away and dealing with the Hashimoto's and hypothyroidism and all the issues I've dealt with, you know, I, I feel I would just want to be a living testament to people that you can yeah. really change your life and like have the best life. I mean, right now, you know, where I am in my life, I've never thought it would be because I'm doing what I love and, you know, it just, I feel so good and I have, you know, everything in my life is such a gift. Yes. And that's crazy that it, be- it was because of a cancer diagnosis. Yep. Or two cancer diagnoses, yeah. you and your husband. So, yeah. wow, that's crazy that you've you've taken such a hard thing and turned it into like a positive. Yeah, life I'm glad that the, all of those things happened. I wouldn't wish it on anyone, mm-hmm. but I'm glad that life has been a roller coaster ride because I think me personally, as my personality, yeah, sometimes I just need to be knocked in the head mm-hmm. to actually get the message. Yes, and to realize like what what you had before realize oh i have long hair that's nice and mm-hmm. who cares if it you have a weird wake up bed head you know you have hair that's right. cool right so exactly just, yeah it makes you appreciate things more that you didn't have and then when you get them again you become just so thankful i think Right. And that's, what, and that's really where it's all yeah. at. It's just like, thank, thank you for giving me all these gifts yeah. Um, yeah. in life. Life is not easy. I mean, I tell the girls, you know, you think that you work for something and you get it and you're going to be happy right at the end, but it's a work in progress. Yeah. And it's always something kind of comes up to like teach you, yeah. oh, you need to learn this now. Yeah. Yeah. Or you need, you know, I mean, it's just always something it's like, but I always had that mentality too. Like when I get, you know, the great job or the house or the love of my life, like everything's going to be fine uh-huh. and it doesn't work that way. <laughs> life Sorry. lessons, life lessons. Yes. Well, I, I'm just so thankful that you came or that I came to you and um, thanks for having us in your beautiful house and for sharing your knowledge. It's so nice to finally meet you in real life. I've just 
been a fan. So <laughs> thank you. I love that because <laughs> you never know, you know, who's following, who's listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, thank you. I always love doing this. I love podcasts. Yeah, I'm so proud of you oh, that you're doing this thank podcast. Thank you. I did it's not want to, uh, but um, Nikki, our editor in chief, was like, Lindsay, you have to do it. It's like therapy, and I'm like, I can't talk about cancer without crying. And she's like, just do it. So and you just did. Yeah, you didn't cry. You almost <laughs> I did. teared up a little bit, <laughs> but. Thank you. That was amazing. Thank you.